the we're going family style deal. Because I want a bite of your Big Mac. And I need some of your quarter pounds. I'll try your filet of fish. There's a deal for every friend group at McDonald's. Order any two classics for just six bucks. Price of participation may vary. Single item at regular price cannot be combined with any other offer. From world conflicts to falling financial markets, natural disasters, and more. Wish the headlines would just stop. It's not a newsflash that life can feel like a pressure cooker. From managing work to building relationships, it's easy to feel overwhelmed. And for many of us, anxiety and stress are constant companions. But you are not alone. Support is out there, just waiting to meet you. And you can find it through friendly people at churchescare.com. At churchescare.com, we know that finding your community can feel intimidating. That's why we do the heavy lifting for you. Churchescare.com helps connect people like you to churches that can support and serve you. In your new community, you'll find a group of people ready to talk, listen, and help you navigate life through its twists and turns. All you have to do is come as you are. If you're ready to find your community, visit churchescare.com today. That's C-H-U-R-C-H-E-S care.com. We look forward to serving you. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiecki is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Gwilda Wiecki's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the Science of Magic or endorsed in any manner by Gwilda Wiecki, Relmar McConnell Media Company, its affiliated networks, stations, or employees. Welcome to the Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, a program dedicated to uncovering the unified nature of reality and humanity's ever-evolving place as truly galactic beings. For more information on the Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, visit us online at www.thescienceofmagic.net. Welcome to the Science of Magic, a program combining the science and magic of today's leading topics to co-create new solutions and promote evolutionary thinking. We're coming to you through the leader in responsible paranormal and alternative science programming, the Exxon Broadcast Network, xzbn.net, and can also be found on our website, thescienceofmagic.net. I'm your host, Gwilda Wiecka. This hour, we'll be exploring A Perception Away. There's a common legend shared in various forms by many indigenous cultures, depicting a time when the nations were cast to the four corners of the world. Each nation was given a different body of sacred knowledge to preserve, holding a portion of the truth. True reality could not be known until all the nations reunited and combined the information. If a single one was missing, the world could not be reborn, and darkness would prevail. For ages, nations have been going to war over who's right, what religion holds the authentic God, which rendition of history is true, and so on. We've spent generations polarized and segregated in this way, and yes, darkness has indeed prevailed. We're each posted up on our perceived reality to the exclusion of all others. This is as ill-fated as hoarding one piece of a huge jigsaw puzzle while convincing ourselves we have the entire picture. We're so invested in being right, we don't entertain the likelihood that other viable aspects of reality could possibly exist. We lock down into a set perception with no room to imagine any other experience. Increasingly, quantum physics and, and are uncovering the amazing vastness and infinite possibilities of reality and our place in it as co-creators of our experience. 
Yet our world is restricted to what we can conceive and perceive. If we perceive the world as a polarized, hostile place of separation, that is our experience until our perception changes. If we cannot imagine a thing, we cannot conceive of it. If we cannot conceive of a thing, we cannot create it or experience it. Yet we're taught from childhood to invalidate and ignore our imagination. God forbid we imagine a different way than the agreed-upon reality. In the absence of imagination, we have no hope of encompassing the vastness of all that is. The mind is limited by its linear, polarized nature. We cannot hope to encompass unity consciousness and the endless possibilities therein with the mind alone. Vision and limitless perception come from the imagination, not the mind. Through the imagination, we receive esoteric information. The nonlinear landscape of our imagination is where dreams are born. These dreams are often the metaphorical representation of perceptions from the quantum level or unity consciousness. The imagination is where we envision and create the matrix around which things manifest. It's a land of intuition, limitless vision, and co-creation. While it served well enough during lower frequency, slower moving times, the mind-centered approach is steadily failing us. We're entering a time that supports enlightenment. Reality is evolving, a situation we simply cannot think our way through. If we have any hope of evolving as well, we need to envision a new way of being. Visions come through the imagination where our intuition and creativity resides. The science of magic radio is dedicated to bringing the bodies of sacred knowledge back together with the understanding that none of us has all the answers, but rather all of us together can open new perceptions and possibilities for a better world. Through our combined vision, the world can be reborn into a place where darkness no longer prevails. Our guest this hour, Penny Pierce, is a gifted clairvoyant, empath, visionary, and one of the pioneers in the intuition development movement. She's a popular author, lecturer, counselor, and trainer, specializing in intuition development, linear energy dynamics, expanded perception, transformation, and dream work. She's worked through the U.S., Japan, Europe, South America, and South Africa since 1977, coaching business and government leaders, psychologists, scientists, celebrities, and those on a spiritual path about the hidden dynamics of true success. After this commercial break, I'll introduce Penny, and together we'll explore intuition, perception, manifestation, and evolution. So don't go away. You're listening to The Science of Magic, thescienceofmagic.net. Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. How would you like to be able to read other people's minds? Well, the next best thing is here. When you know how to read a person's name, you know how the person thinks, feels, and behaves. Each letter in our name holds a key to unlock our true essence. Our name contains both our gifts and challenges in this lifetime. Nemology Science discovers personality secrets hidden in the placement of the letters of our names, including the first and last impression people remember about us. Sharon shows us how to interpret the arrangement of letters as outlined in her book, Know the Name, Know the Person. Sharon Lynn Wyeth created Nemology Science after 18 years of research and testing her theories and has supported thousands of people around the world in understanding themselves and others better. 
You'll enjoy Sharon's unique teachings as she shares her system to learn the gifts behind your given birth name. Even if you don't like your birth name, there are jewels in this book. If you're thinking of changing your name, ready to name your child, or wanting to get along better with others, this is the book for you. If you'd like to improve your relationships and change your life for the better, get the book today. Know the name, know the person. Or visit www.knowthename.com. That's www.knowthename.com. Take a step back in time and discover old Florida cuisine at Marsh Landing Restaurant in Felsmere, Florida. Enjoy delicacies such as frog legs, gator tail, catfish, and swamp cabbage, or enjoy the more traditional cuisine such as hand-cut Angus steaks, ribs, and seafood. Join us for breakfast with a southern flair featuring sweet potato pancakes, biscuits and gravy, and much more. Planning a party? Marsh Landing's private dining rooms can accommodate groups from 8 to 80 people. While you visit, enjoy the historic pictures, artifacts, and stories that line the walls. Marsh Landing is truly a unique experience. Marsh Landing Restaurant, 44 North Broadway in historic downtown Felsmere. Or visit marshlandingrestaurant.com. Marsh Landing, Old Florida cuisine at its best. If you're a seeker, don't miss the inspiring book, Shamanic Awakening, Between the Dark and the Daylight. This remarkable work chronicles shamanic counselor and indigenously trained dream decoder, Sandra Cochran's 35 years of experience with diverse wisdom keepers throughout the Americas. Sandy's initiations across the British Isles, Turkey, Greece, and Egypt, combined with her knowledge of symbology, psychology, and myth, influence her dream blog and workshops. Sandy offers private readings, Sacred International Journeys, a meditative CD, and her book, Shamanic Awakening, to encourage you as you navigate your earthwalk and create a deeper connection to yourself. Find this and more at her website, starwalkervisions.com. Welcome back. This is the Science of Magic, dedicated to unification and evolution of consciousness. I'm your host, Gwilda Wiecka. We tend to restrict our concept of reality to that which can be measured by course instrumentation, perceived by the limited range of the five senses, or encompassed by the human mind. Considering the vast diversity of the universe, this is not only short-sighted and arrogant, but laughable. With us this hour to explore the topic of evolving perception, reality, and intuition is Penny Pierce. Penny's the author of Leap of Perception, The Transforming Power of Your Attention. She's a gifted clairvoyant, empath, and visionary, and one of the pioneers in the intuition development movement. Her website, pennypierce.com. Penny, thank you so much for joining us on The Science of Magic. Oh, thanks for inviting me. It's, it's my pleasure. You know, you've been involved with the Center for Applied Intuition. What is that? That is a, a it's no longer in existence. It was um, founded by a scientist from Stanford Research Institute and had a whole core of people who were intuitive, and, and the man who ran it tested everybody, and then he created a process called intuitive consensus, where he would create a series of questions and then independently ask all the different intuitives to do readings on it. Then he'd get the answers and find all the common elements and do reports on, on the you know, end results and then sell those reports to companies. And um, actually, that's how I ended up working in Japan because he sold one to a whole big group of businessmen over there. So you've also worked with the Institute of Study of Conscious Evolution. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about that one. Again, that that's something from a little bit back in, in San Francisco a, a little while ago, and it was a group that really was working with transformational principles. Uh, Barbara Marks Hubbard was involved in it, and a lot of the leading people in San Francisco at the time um, you know, to study how our consciousness is changing. So... Yeah, a lot of really good early work was done with, with some of those organizations. 
Yeah, it's amazing. And they use scientific principles, you know, and, and double-blind studies and stuff, didn't they? Some of them did, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so do you see us as being in the midst of a di- uh, dramatic global change? And if so, what is causing it? Yes, I think that it's a huge change that has been building up momentum for many, many, many hundreds, thousands of years, but really accelerating, you know, in our lifetimes to the point where I think, you know, everybody can feel this acceleration. I think the acceleration is due to something, some kind of cosmic event or something going on, not not just on Earth, but coming at us from elsewhere. But um, it feels like the frequency of the planet itself is getting faster. And then therefore, since we're so connected, our bodies are made of physical matter, then we also are raising our frequency. So to such an extent now that we're able to sense ourselves as energy rather than as just like cells and physical bodies separated by empty space, you know. So, um, and I think that as the consciousness increases to match the vibration of the physical world, you know, then our whole perception starts to change. And, you know, so this it's this perceptual shift that I think is really at the heart of what's happening. Um, and, and this is, you know, a long explanation. We can go into it if you want, but that's what I think is really going on. What are some of the challenges we're facing as a result of this change? Well, you know, <laughs> the process has started, and for some people it started before other people, but in the early stages of it, I think, mainly we're feeling the body increase its frequency, and that means it often gets very disturbed, and we have symptoms. Sometimes it's overheating, rashes, the heart pounds, you get very electrical and buzzy, and um, and and that physical symptoms often affect the emotions and then the mind as well to match that vibration. It's like they're connected, you know. So we get these um, very irritable sensations coming through and the short tempers and um, and then highs and lows. You know, we have a lot more bipolar sort of things going on where people are manic and then they're depressed. And um, it's, it's just this oscillation back and forth between polarities has increased the speed at which we go back and forth, you know. And, of yeah. course, the speed at which we're processing information, that's very evident. You know, our computers are increasing speed. And and it, in my mind, things are going so fast now that they've all come into a kind of a containment within a vast present moment. In other words, it's almost like the past and the future that used to be seen as separate from the now are no longer separate. They've been encompassed by a very large, expansive present moment. And in that present moment are different frequencies of consciousness. So the future is no longer a thing that's separate from us. It's actually inside our present moment at a higher frequency of what we're doing right now. And it's so fun to... the same way. It's so fun to watch all these studies come together because I wish I could remember the man's name. He came up with and proved a formula that says that causality is equal parts past and future but can only happen in the present. And as we're looking Mm -hmm. at these polarities moving back and forth and back and forth and back and forth much faster, that's what's happening, isn't it? It's creating the present moment. Yes, yes. And and in a way, I think that I'm not sure that that we're leaving ever leaving the present moment for anything because when you think about the future it's already in the present moment. You know, and if you can change your vibration, see we're becoming aware that we each have a vibration and some days it's a low frequency if we're depressed and negative and critical and you know thinking about negatives or other days it's very high and clear and clean and our soul and our destinies shining through very easily without much distortion. So the more we can allow ourselves to be clear and get rid of the fear that's kind of damping down, you know, our our goals from our spiritual self, um, I think that the more things come into immediate materialization. You know, so it's the, a matter of... So, you know, so yeah, the more the spirit and the soul merge with the personality and the physical plane, 
there's less ability to hold fear. And I see, think that's a lot what's happening now, is that the fear cannot stay put any longer and hide. It's all coming up to the surface. It's clearing, basically. But in, before it can be cleared, it sort of floods us, you know, and, and overwhelms us. And people tend to interpret that as, you know, the sky is falling, the world is ending, Armageddon is here, you know. But really, <laughs> it's just a clearing process. And there are steps to go through that, you know. Um, and, and as that clearing process occurs, then we have the major shift of perception out of old linear perception where you did have past and that was separated from the present and that was separated from the future. We had the beginnings from the middle and then the end and cause and effect thinking, you know, goal and intention setting. That's all old thinking. The new thinking is that everything's in the present moment with you. There is no outside world because so you're does, connected to it. How does how does this relate with interpersonal stuff? The, the perceived perception, uh, perceived separation from everything else. Well, I think we start to see each other as um, inside of our each person sees the other person inside their own sphere. You know, so each person's part of the other person's reality. So then we occupy a mutual sphere where we're both in each other's worlds. And that means we know each other at some level. That means it's not difficult to achieve something because it's already there for us. Knowledge is already there. And so we're starting to see the self in the other. We're starting to see the self in the goal, the self everywhere. And it's not an ego kind of self. It's the collective, large-scale, sort of super soul, if you want to call it that, where we all start to join together into one big pool of consciousness. And and it's actually a joyful thing. It's not where you're, you lose yourself at all. In fact, you just gain more and more and more and more of the self. You know. And so what's happening, we're seeing now is a lot more emphasis on collective consciousness, on, we'll look at the Internet and social media and Facebook. Everybody has to be connected to everybody. I think I read about some new thing that teenagers are using now called House Party, where they come home from school and they get on this this app where they can all connect and do homework together. <laughs> you know, it's, it's kind of like, you know, everything is starting to uh, be the group mind more and so more. This is so this is what's been referred to as unity consciousness? It's starting to, yeah. Yeah, And, and we don't times. lose our individual consciousness either. It's not either or. See, that's what some people say, oh, I don't like groups, you know. <laughs> I'm going to lose <laughs> myself in the group. No, you're yourself and you're part of the whole. You can feel yourself as a relationship, as a group, as a large-scale soul group. You know, you are each of those focal lengths of consciousness. So is this transformation cycle event, has it happened before? Uh, I I don't know. I don't think at this level, on a, a global level, I don't think it has. I think certainly enlightened people and monks and priests and, and you know, enlightened beings in the past achieve this. But it's not at a mass level. And I think it's going to be at a, a very much a global level. So, Penny, it sounds like we're having um, some people that are entering into unity consciousness and some of it, us haven't transferred yet. It sounds like that could be a little messy. Uh, what, what's going on with that? <laughs> it sure can look messy. I think that some people are really waking up first. They're getting clear. Those people then often act like thought leaders, teachers, healers, way showers, and help the second and third and fourth waves of people really get it. So it, I think it's speeding up that more and more people will be able to help more and more people. You know, so it's not going to be a huge long process. Um, but yes, because the subconscious mind is opening and all that fear stuff is starting to come up into the conscious mind, um, it can look really chaotic out there because things we haven't had to think about that were buried and denied are now, you know, in daily reality and on the current events on the news. So it can look crazy. 
It can also be a very painful time, can't it? Because the denials are uh, being exposed and we're seeing the mess we've been living in. Is that correct? Yes, of course. And, uh, you know, some people are aware that this is happening or that they want to become clear. And so they embrace that and work with it and, you know, do classes and go see therapists or get healings or whatever it is to, you know, clear themselves. Other people don't want to look at it, so they push it back down and try to avoid it through uh, fight-or-flight methodologies, <laughs> you know, like ignore it, avoid it, leave your body, or try to be dominating and, and control it all and be stronger than that. And uh, and you're seeing this, this is, a lot in politics today. Yeah, you know, where this, is, very this is absolutely, absolutely fascinating. We're going to have to pick up on it on the other side of a commercial break. Penny and I will return to our discussion, on the other hand, on the other side of this break, so don't go away. We're coming to you through the Exxon Broadcast Network. Don't miss the other fine shows and hosts on xzbn.net. You're listening to The Science of Magic, your resource for creative solutions in a changing world, thescienceofmagic.net. Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. There's a legend shared by many indigenous cultures of a time when the nations were cast to the four corners of the world. Each nation was given a body of sacred knowledge that held a different portion of the truth to preserve. True reality could not be known until all the nations reunited, combining the information. If a single one was missing, the world could not be reborn and darkness would prevail. The Science of Magic Radio is dedicated to reuniting the sacred knowledge. With the understanding, none of us has all the answers, but together we can open new perceptions and possibilities. Through our combined vision, the world can be reborn into a place where darkness no longer prevails. Join me, Gwilda Wiecka, and the Science of Magic daily on the Exxon Broadcast Network, xzbn.net, or visit us at thescienceofmagic.net. Gibbs A. Williams, Ph.D., is a practicing psychoanalyst, supervisor, researcher, and author in New York City. Much of his life has been dedicated to understanding nature and the uses of meaningful coincidences or synchronicities. His radical and original non-Jungian, non-mystical, non-magical theory of synchronicities illuminates much of the fog surrounding this challenging and perplexing topic. His ideas and manners are fresh, presented in a style that is both entertaining and highly informative. He is also an expert on crisis intervention, specially focused on violence reduction for the police and citizens, mastering anxiety, frustration, and stress without the use of medication, and effectively preventing and treating heroin addiction. Dr. Williams can be contacted at his email address at gwwilliamsny11 at aol.com or visit his website at... Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone radio show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the X-Zone broadcast network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. 
Remember, 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. True healing must address four levels, physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual, for us to live joyful and productive lives. We tend to treat three of the four, leaving the spiritual languishing. If you're tired of the same dysfunctional patterns cropping up in your life, Soul Balancing is for you. Trixie Phelps, owner and founder of Soul Balancing, is a naturally gifted energy healer trained in numerous esoteric forms, including shamanism. Trixie has created a powerful modality that safely and effectively clears your energetic field. A Soul Balancing session can remove interference, heal trauma, and restore your hope. Contact Trixie for a life-changing long-distance session today, www.soulbalancing.world. This is the Science of Magic, a place where magic and science come together to promote enlightenment. I'm your host, Gwilda Wiecka. What we cover is hot for in-depth exploration of leading-edge subjects from numerous authorities and viewpoints. Join our email family to receive our topic-driven episode collections at thescienceofmagic.net. Our guest this hour, Penny Pierce, is the author of Leap of Perception, Transforming the Power of Your Attention. Penny, we were discussing how some people are in the process of transforming their perception and some people are sticking their head in the sand and locking down. What effect is that having on us? Well, it's creating a really large-scale kind of um, oppositional uh, polarized consciousness you know, where a lot of people are into total control and other people are actually getting very clear. So it's like the world is bifurcating in some ways, you know, where people really can't understand each other much anymore if they've gone into these two different polarities. It's like there are two different realities. So is it, are these fairly volatile times? I mean, is there a danger of us not making through? I don't think there's a danger of us not making it through because I think that more people are clearing up all the time and that will create a critical mass. What's also happening is that because the planet's frequency is going up so much, the old methodologies that are based on linear perception, and we're seeing that in politics today where everybody's really trying to control and and be opposed and be totally dominating, uh, those things really don't work anymore. They're too slow. If you create more separation between everything and between factions and people, the energy on the planet gets interrupted. It gets slowed down. And then what happens is it's still increasing its vibration and frequency so that we get these sort of log jams and dams where energy builds up. And if it keeps building up, we're going to have explosions, which will look, look like probably failures of certain things. It could be... Um, you know, rebellions. I've been predicting a, a lot of sort of rebellion energy coming in and um, because things just have to break loose. The old thing cannot stay so dominantly in control. So the old systems were built around the old format or the old frequency. And now that we've got this higher frequency coming in, um, are we seeing systems blowing up? I think we will. Yeah, I think we'll see... Uh, to a large scale, the end of hierarchical structures and thinking, that we're going to see more and more of the collective consciousness, group mind, sort of um, flatter structures where things are organized into networks rather than higher and lower, which is old. The flat structures are new, where everybody's much more equal and has an equal participation. You know, in politics, it may be that the electoral college in the U.S. goes away and the popular vote comes back in, you know, things like that. So do you think this will be a smooth transition, or are we going to see a lot of bumpy roads? No, we'll see a lot of bumpy roads to a certain point where that critical mass is being reached. And then suddenly I think a lot of people will get it, like, oh, okay, well, this is the way, this is normal now, you know, the new thing is going to come in, just like the Internet is suddenly normal. 
you know, when it started up, it was we were very much in old thinking, and the internet just totally sh- shocked everybody. Now it's normal. Well, we we hope so, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Let's talk about intuition. What does intuition have to do with the transformation in perception? Well, the transformation in perception is the ability to move from your left brain to the right brain and then back again. And the right brain doesn't have language. You know, it is direct experiential immersion into the moment. And intuition is that kind of perception. It's direct knowing. It is not logical. It doesn't have description and language. It has sort of you merge with the thing you're looking at and become it, and then you know it directly. That kind of knowing is coming in for people now because of our heightened sensitivity of our bodies. We're becoming very ultra-sensitive, and that produces a lot of empathy. So people are feeling things they didn't used to feel. They're, they're getting notice of different kinds of information they never knew existed. I call it energy information or vibrational information. Uh, it's, it's pre-verbal and so people are having to learn to process this now and understand what it is because everybody's feeling overwhelmed, you know. But so, yeah, we're going to start understanding a lot of these new ways of understanding reality. You know, I've gotten a lot of feedback from clients and people that I talk to that it is overwhelming right now, that we're getting so much more information coming through and we don't know where it's coming from. Is it ours? Does it belong to the person sitting next to us? How do we find our way through all of that? I think the way is to develop a very strong sense of your own home frequencies, what I've called it in my book, Frequencies, um, that you have your own vibration that was with you when you were born. It's probably been that way through all the lifetimes. It's the light in a baby's eyes, you know. It's that original tone that we carry. And when you're centered in that, you really feel great. You know, you feel like yourself, you love yourself, you enjoy yourself. If you get out of that and and match somebody else's frequency that's maybe lower than yours, it it feels snagged. It doesn't feel good. So the the habit is to learn to recognize when you've matched someone else's vibration and then just let go and come back to your own center, get back in your own preferred state, and then perceive from that level. So it's a habit of recentering constantly and not, you know, cutting being drawn off sides so that do will you, allow us to stay clear. So it's not necessarily wrong to leave your home frequency and, and unite with someone else? No, not at all. It's more about data gathering. You know, <laughs> In a way, what you've done is expand your, your spherical reality to include the other person so that you can then feel into what their pattern is. And you can merge with it. It's You actually can do it while you're still in your center. You see, thinking that I can either feel myself or the other person is old linear thinking. That's either or. But the new thinking is both and. So I'm in my own center and they're in my field and I can feel them without leaving home. You know? Well, it goes, and so, it, goes, it goes back to that know thyself. And that way, if you know yourself, you can know yourself and other at the same time. Right, because the other is a version of yourself. You can understand their pattern, you can understand what's going on with them, and you don't have to leave yourself to rescue them or fix them or change them. They have space to be, you have space to be. Mm. And that allows then them to see you or to take note of a higher frequency or a different way of being. Because if you pressure them by trying to change them, they won't do it, <laughs> you know. And so it's just a different way of holding things and seeing things. So it's non-judgmental. Yes. What a concept. <laughs> for, for, for those of us new to the process, are there checks and balances we can use to be sure we're accessing our intuition rather than just making something up? Yes, I think there are, um, I call it your truth and anxiety signals. You check with your body, basically. If something makes you contract and feel heavy or like a wet blanket is on top of you or, you know, your, your hands and feet get cold and clammy, you know, well, then that's not, either it's not true, it's dangerous, or it's not in alignment with what you need right now. 
if you feel, on the other hand, sort of bubbly and warm and the chills come up your spine and out your arms and you get vibratory and, you know, feel like you lean towards something instead of leaning away, then that's probably true for you or appropriate for you in the moment. So here's, You need here's to learn to trust that. Here, here's another question. Let's go back to where we were talking about how this increase in frequency or a more, more unity frequency is pushing out all of our old fears. So mm-hmm. with that and this, this method that you just gave us, how can we tell if we're act, you know, registering an old fear moving out versus something clear and present that's giving us that angst? Mm-hmm. The, I think the only way is to take things one at a time And if it's an old fear, very often you'll have a memory or a picture that comes along with it that it's reminding you, the present situation that you're experiencing right now is reminding you of an earlier similar situation. And you will probably, if you sit with it a moment, you'll feel the the link back to the earlier thing. And then you you can work on clearing it. If it's right in the moment and there's just like, it's sort of like a, should I eat? avocado for lunch or bacon, you know, <laughs> your body will tell you, yes, I'm leaned toward this and no, I don't want that. It has nothing to do with the past. You know, and you can learn to discriminate something that's really subconscious and an old thing from something that's just in the moment, um, you know, an opportunity to do one one kind of new work option versus another. When you feel into it, you might go get contracted or expanded and the other one maybe more so, you know, and so you, you relate the levels of contraction to each other. So it's experience. It's just, you know, it's just learning through trying and and experiencing and being conscious about what you're doing. It's like a whole new way of being in the world. You have to get used to it, huh? Uh Uh-huh, sure. How much does um, intention have to do with this? So in other words, if we set our intent to achieve something, then does this uh, yes or no registering go along with what we've intended? Well, now here's the thing. I don't really much like to use the word intention anymore because that is future-oriented and it uses willpower. So instead, if you're living in the spherical reality in the present moment, you don't need intention. You just use a focus of attention. You place attention on something in a loving, you know, warm way, and it will notice you. If it's a different reality, if it's a different way of doing things, you feel it so much that, and keep your attention on it for you know, a fairly long time until your body recognizes it totally. And as soon as that happens, it will come and emerge out of your field in your present moment and become the, the new reality. So it sounds so to me no, like... Sounds to me like what you're talking about is navigating frequency in order to create reality by where you put your attention. That's right. Attention is the main skill. That's why the subtitle of Leap of Perception is the transforming power of your attention. Because it's, you know, we right now we have attention deficit disorder. We have, you know, distraction, you know, total fragmentation of attention. And um, so... You know, the new skills are attention skills. It seems like the media is um, dragging us around by our attention, then, if you think about it. Well, it's it's all about cell phones and iPads and everything, selling a lot and making money. And, and you know, it's the consumerism, I think, driving. You know, media follows where, where the consumers go. You know, so somehow we have to learn that... Um, we have a better system inside of ourselves to know anything than the Internet. You know, we have these amazing skills of clairaudience, clairsentience, you know, all kinds of things of knowing anything directly yes. as soon as we acknowledge that we do. We're going to have to take another break. Penny and I will be back shortly, so don't leave us now. This is the Science of Magic, the thescienceofmagic.net your resource to altruistic professionals of science and the esoteric, working to create common ground for the betterment of our world. We're in this together. Your thoughts are very important. If you have any comments or topics of interest to suggest, please email me at info at thescienceofmagic.net.
This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember, 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. I am Dr. Carl O'Helvey, founder, president of a new cancer foundation focusing on evidence-based physical, mental, and spiritual interventions, including natural cancer cures, prayer, meditation, affirmations, nutrition, and other related holistic cancer prevention and cure modalities. These are used in cancer education, research, and financing care. I ask for your help to continue this important work by donating at www.holisticcancerfoundation.com. Wouldn't you love to know the secret to everything? I'm Dr. Kimberly McGeorge, and on The Secret to Everything, we will merge the practical with open investigation into all realms of the mysterious. We will talk to cutting-edge alternative health practitioners, those who inspire and motivate you in business and life, and of course, we will share stories of the paranormal, conspiracy, and cryptozoology. You will transform because of the frequency I carry, the frequencies my guests carry. Life may never be the same after you listen to this program. For the secret to everything is for you, the listener, for those who desire more in every area of their lives and believe that it can still be found. Listen and discover thesecrettoeverything.com. Little children aren't the only ones afraid of the dark. Millions of soldiers return from war zones with PTSD, anger, frustration, fear, and loneliness, much of which surfaces during the darkness of the night. You have the chance to change the lives of these American heroes. Songs and Stories for Soldiers.us provides free MP3 players for these men and women. With a list of 3 million songs in 16 different styles, 100,000 audiobooks, and 30,000 old-time radio programs, every veteran can find something to soothe and comfort them at no cost. All our players contain an 8-hour audio program designed to help veterans fall asleep. With 1,500-plus vets now participating, it's our goal to deliver 10,000 audio players this year. Go to our website at songsandstoriesforsoldiers.us. Help us help a veteran make it through the night. Welcome back. This is the Science of Magic, bringing together gifted people of service to the world. I'm your host, Gwilda Wiecka. What's up in your world? Email me at info at thescienceofmagic.net and suggest a topic that's on your mind. You're probably not the only one interested. Our guest this hour is one of those gifted people of service to the world, Penny Pierce. She's the author of Leap of Perception, Transforming the Power of Your Attention. 
Penny, uh, during the break, I got to thinking. <laughs> That's always a dangerous thing when that happens. It seems like in the old way, our attention has been hijacked and we're manipulated through it. How do you mean? Well, right now, we pay attention to whatever is demanding our attention versus focusing our attention on what we choose. Um, you know, there's a lot of things going on in our world that demand or literally demanding of our attention. And it's been that way for a long time. How is that affecting our ability to choose what we focus our attention on? Well, I think it's it's affecting our ability to work with intuition, you know, to get really um, clear information that comes from our own soul level. And the more distracted we get by fragmenting ourselves, the less experience of the true self we have. And then eventually, you know, that makes people nervous, um, sad. It, it develops, you know, a lot of kind of psychological problems in the beginning and, and then eventually, you know, physical problems. So I don't think it's healthy at all. And yet we've been like that for generations, really, haven't we? Well, I guess since television really came in, Probably yeah. so, yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. And how could a person accurately be sure they're accurately interpreting what's coming through the intuition? Does some of it come through metaphorically? Yeah, I think intuition registers in a number of different ways. First of all, if you if it comes into the old reptile brain, you know, at the base of the at the top of the spine, it'll be instinct. You know, it'll be that sense of those truth or anxiety signals I was talking about, just attraction, repulsion you know, dark light, safe, not safe, that kind of thing. And you'll just have an immediate instinctive response. But if it moves up into the midbrain area, it takes on a sensory coating, you know, like you hear the little voice, you get vibration, you see vision, you can smell things, you can taste things. People say that all the time, you know, it had a funny taste or it, it was sour, that was a sour thing or that they're getting readings on different options of, of things through the senses. And that's a very quick way to to work with intuition, actually. As you know, was it dark or light? Was it heavier or light? Was it, you know, red or blue? Um, and, um, and have your own code for interpreting that. But if mm. it comes up further into the upper part of the brain, it, and if it goes into the right brain first, usually, um, it will go become a pattern. And at that point, you often will have a large-scale sort of impression of a big pattern of an idea, let's say, or of some kind of information. And then that has to translate over into the left brain where the language center is so that you can start to understand it, relate it to something else, you know, describe it with words, and make it meaningful and conscious. So there is a process, but each of those places is a way of grasping your intuitive knowing. What's the relationship between perception and imagination? I think imagination is really the place where we all live. It is our home. That imaginal realm is where everything exists, all the possibilities. Physics calls it the many worlds realm. Uh, where all variables are available, they can be combined in any way, and realities can then drop out of those combinations. So the the imaginal realm is where we would create what I've called the inner blueprint. You know, it's like, like an, a non-physical version of an, a reality, of an idea. And you create it in your mind, and then you drop it into your feelings, and then you drop it down closer and closer to through the senses, make it real, flesh it out, you know, the idea, until the body can get a sense of it, and then it can actually materialize right around you. Our guest this hour is Penny Pierce, author of Leap of Perception, The Transforming Power of Your Attention. Her website is pennypierce.com. So what you're talking about here, Penny, sounds like it's exactly inside out and backwards of the way we've thought of life before. We think of life as things manifest outside and then we respond to it. This seems just the reverse, like it manifests inside and then we bring it into physicality. That's exactly right. The things that have materialized before actually came in that way as a result of our chronic thinking, whether it's a negative kind of thinking or a positive, uplifting, inspired kind of thinking and feeling. 
you know, that plays a big part in it too, is thinking and feeling what you're thinking so that you can, you can make it feel more real to yourself. But yeah, um, all materialization comes from the non-physical world first. Like the quantum level? Yes. And so you're telling me that we've created this mess, we just didn't know it? We've, well, I think, yes. And, but I think it's been a long, long time that being in the physical world has been a very scary thing because we believed early on in mankind's history that we were separate, that we could be attacked, we could be killed, we could be hurt. And so it, it just reinforced the idea of us being so separate. And we forgot the spiritual unity underlying, you know, the physical reality. So we kept that separation reality going and the difficulty and the pain and suffering going and thought this physical world is a place of pain and suffering. So we and paid you attention. Start shifting that, you know, it will change. So we paid attention to that because that's what we were afraid of and continued to create it. Is that what? That's right. Oh, yeah. that's, that's a scary concept, isn't it? It's empowering, too, though, isn't it, knowing that we no, can well, make a change? It's empowering. You know, yeah. as soon as you realize how things work, you don't have to be victim of an unconscious way of using that, those principles. You can ch- And today, with everything being so much in the present moment, I think we can change things very, very quickly without a long you know, process involved. It's just a matter of being willing to be really in the moment and really conscious of what you're projecting into the world out of your thoughts and feelings. Reclaiming our attention. And that means, you know, examining old beliefs, things you inherited from your family, from your culture, um, you know, right and wrong, all kinds of things. Religion, you know, maybe there are things even in the dogmatic parts of religion that aren't really accurate. Mm. So it has to, we have to be open-minded. So tell us about the global shift from the information age to the intuition age. Well, I think this is the information age came out of the industrial age, if you want to go back a little further, where things were very physical. Things were quite separated. You had mechanical processes being, you know, governing everything. And then that got faster and faster and faster until we got, you know, got the printing press and then we got computers eventually. And that, com- that development of computers then helped us leap into the information age, which was mind. So we're moving from body to mind. And then the information age started speeding up as the in- Internet gave us all this interconnectedness and availability to information at a you know, snap of our fingers. And at this point now, there's too much data for us to process in the old linear fashion you know, bit by bit, bite by bite. It's too slow. We have to have a new kind of perception that will have direct knowing or kind of a direct grokking of, of, of information pat, patterns and then allow that to become meaningful. So I think that we're moving from the left brain now into the right brain and into direct knowing and into intuition as being the main force right now for knowing things. It's the guide. It's the boss. The right brain, excuse me, the left brain, our logic, is the servant. It is there to help us, is, you know, to make them meaningful and do something with them. We have just a little bit of time left. Penny, what would you tell the listeners would be the best first thing they could do in order to start participating in this reclaiming of our attention and living in the new way of being? I think the most important thing is to learn to find your own home frequency, which is, you know, the vibration of your own soul in your personality, merged with your personality, where you don't say, I have a soul. You say, I am the soul, and I'm here right now 100%. And so the personality kind of merges into the soul, and, you know, it trusts it, you know, and so the one self occurs. Every time you get drawn off sides and feel separated, then you go, oops, there I go again. Don't beat yourself up. Just take a breath, come back into your center, get back into your home frequency, get back into clarity, into your sense of compassion, and think again from that spot. And it's, you know, it's unlearning and relearning a habit of who you are and how the world works, basically. It's not hard, 
but it requires some focus on that I want to do this. I really okay. want it. A constant vigilance sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Penny, I cannot thank you enough for being with us. Um, your book is a joy to read. I suggest our listeners do pick it up. And um, thank you again for being on The Science of Magic. Well, it's really been my pleasure. Thank you so much. You bet. You bet. Our guest this hour has been Penny Pierce. She's the author of Leap of Perception, The Transforming Power of Your Attention. Her website is pennypierce.com. This has been The Science of Magic. For in-depth exploration of leading-edge subjects from numerous authorities and viewpoints, join our email family to receive our topic-driven episode collections at thescienceofmagic.net. Love to hear from you. Comments, questions, suggestions, email me at info at thescienceofmagic.net. Until next time, dear ones, may you be blessed with knowledge and comforted with love as you expand your perceptions. Mm-hmm.